This is the TV Podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. Big TV news today. Simon Cowell has announced that his new musical, I Can't Sing, will close next month due to poor ticket sales. Now, the X Factor musical, it only launched two weeks ago. Why didn't it work? Too expensive. Too expensive. The, I believe I believe that the set itself cost five, six million quid, something like that. Um, it was a big launch. It was probably a few years too late. It should have happened when X Factor was at its peak. Uh, I think that it was in the wrong place. I think the West End was the wrong place for it. It should have been in one of the provincials. Um, and... I think there's a lot of, because it's in the West End, particularly at the London Palladium, there was some snobbery against it Mm. because it was associated with the X Factor. I think people avoided it like the plague, but those who did go and see it uh, were blown away by it. The the songs, the the, the sets, as previously mentioned, the cast were outstanding, all the crew, everything they did. Once they got over some initial teething problems, which were well publicised, they put together a tremendous show. I think it's a very, very big shame, but I do think mistakes were made mistakes that they'll learn from and i think it'll pop up somewhere else hopefully i mean i was surprised reading all the reviews um before today's show that actually people liked it i mean the critics actually quite liked this so do you think that maybe it was it was harry hill's writing that didn't quite appeal to the traditional x-factor audience that's a tough one because it was quite Um, edgy really wasn't it it was i mean do you think it was parody to the point that the true x-factor fans didn't get it it was a great show by all accounts. I wanted to go and see it. Sadly, I won't have a chance now. Uh, I know Steve, who wrote the music, I know Steve very well, because um, it, it, it seems to be, oh, it's Harry Hill's musical, but uh, Harry mm. Hill wrote all the all the storyline and, and, and the lyrics for the songs. Steve wrote the music, and it was his big baby. And uh, it's it, it's a just a big pity. It, it just, as I say, mistakes were made in... A lot of aspects, in my opinion, but I think it will resurface elsewhere and probably be more successful. I really love Harry Hill, but the movie and the musical didn't really work. So don't you think that ITV should bring back TV, but but I have a solution. Why not bring it back as specials? That's a very good idea. Um, I I think it ran out of steam a little bit towards the end. I think it got very formulaic. The the, the unpredictability of it all um, sort of ebbed away in the last series or two. Mm. But you're right, uh, the odd special here and there, and maybe an hour-long show as well, yeah. make it an hour-long show, that would work. I think people miss it. I think the repeats on gold uh, are standing up. And even though it's on twice a night, every weeknight, or it was the last time I looked, um, it doesn't get time. It it was just such a great show. Comedian Miranda Hart is in talks with the BBC to host a revival of The Generation Game. Uh, Now she'll be the first female host following Bruce Forsyth, Larry Grayson and Jim Davidson. Greg, will it work? I think it will. No! No, I really, really do. I think that... I I don't know. Miranda's one of these people that, that people either love or hate. Uh, I don't think there's any in between. I, for one, think she's great. And um, I think we should give her a chance. I think people who are going, no, it won't work, like you, <laughs> I think they should go in with an open mind and just see what she can do with it. Oh, okay, if she screws it up, she screws it up. If they're just doing a pilot, no damage done. But I, th- I, th- I predict that she'll do it very well. But the BBC put out a press release every two years saying they're doing a pilot of Generation oh, yeah. Game. They always say it doesn't work and they pick the wrong host. I just I don't see Miranda as a host. 
I say give her a go. I think she's got it in her. I think she's. Uh, I think she's what the BBC are looking for. Because because if she does pull it off, boy, that's a lot of boxes ticked. As in, mm. she's an older woman. You know, there's a lot of flack from the BBC, towards the BBC saying they don't have many women in prime positions. They don't have many women hosting entertainment shows. I think I think she'll pull it off. I I would be sh- I would be shocked if she didn't do a ruddy good job. The only way that they can get the generation game wrong now, in my opinion, this is always <laughs> my opinion. If, and listeners, if you if you disagree, then tell Chuck. Um, he'll tell you you're wrong as well. I'm right, but no. The only way they'll get the generation game wrong is if they cast contestants on it, like they have done with Catchphrase. If you look at the contestants on Catchphrase, they're all these. Oh, look at me! I want to be a celebrity. Oh, I don't have any discernible talent, but look at me! I want to be on telly. And they're all gleaned from these cast sites mm. they're all done like that and that that sort of person will not work on the generation game you want your people who are normally accountants you want and the best way to do it would to be to have people nominated by other people you know what i mean so they say mm. right do you want to surprise somebody and 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 they get dragged like with ant and deck you know when ant and deck surprise people in the audience they've yeah. been nominated by people we should get them out. Ordinary people, not people who have got stars in their eyes. Well, you're talking about the olden days of TV, Greg, which uh, moves, the us, olden days. It moves us nicely onto our next topic. ITV showed the new Tommy Cooper film this week. Uh, it was scheduled to mark the 30th anniversary of Tommy's death. Do you think it was a fitting tribute? No, I haven't, se- I haven't seen it because it's on my Sky Plus. You haven't watched it yet. No, I know. Oh. <laughs> I know I'm a great twonk, I know, but I've heard very good things. Yeah. I've heard very good things. Everybody that I know has said that, uh, oh, what's his face? David Threlfall yeah. should get uh, a BAFTA, etc. for it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I've heard that it was, you know, all the sensitive bits were handled very sensitively, like Tommy's untimely passing and things well, like that. Can I, can I say something as somebody who has seen it? Do it. This is a bit Your controversial. <laughs> I felt like it. I, I saw it actually a few days before it aired. I thought it was really, really good and really gripping, and I really enjoyed it. David was really good as Tommy Cooper, but it was a bit negative, and it it only really focused on his affair with Mary Kay. And I know that's what the reason okay. behind the film was. But why can't biopics be more celebratory? That's what I don't understand. You remember the Eric and Ernie one? It was a real celebration of their life. But Mm -hmm. most biopics aren't like that. And I just really wonder that if you look at someone like Tommy Cooper, he did so many amazing things. Why the biopics have to focus on the two or three things that really he was ashamed of? I think they. I think that is the. the, the there's a, a belief that there's a morbid curiosity amongst people that they want to see the more dour side of things. Um, for instance, in the first week in June, you will see uh, Michael Barrymore in interviewed by Jeremy oh, Kyle, right. and uh, that's on ITV, by the way, in the afternoon, a new series of celebrity specials with Jezza. And um, <clears throat> I was there for the recording, <laughs> and I saw it, and there was this propensity to keep taking things back to the more upsetting parts of Michael's life rather than celebrating what he did because he was, at the time, like Tommy was, the biggest entertainment star on television. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. There is this belief amongst certain people, certain producers and certain writers, etc., that people don't want to be happy and celebrate the good things. They want to see the miserable things. And that, that's pretty, a pretty sad indictment on the way life is at the moment, I think. Yeah. It's funny you should say that, because when I went to the uh, the Tommy premiere, uh, the screening at BAFTA, uh, Barry Moore was sitting on my row. 
I want people who roll their eyes at the mention of Michael Barrymore's name nowadays. I want them to watch that interview because you will change your mind. There were people in the audience who haven't heard Michael's side. They haven't they haven't heard his words from him. All they've heard is the twisted words of the press. Yes. And there were people there were people in the live audience who were a bit "Mm, Michael Barrymore when he came on. They were standing on their feet at the end and cheering him. Let's talk about something positive that's happening at ITV. No, let's not. (laughs) So ITV have just commissioned a new daytime show. Uh, Their new show is called Who's Doing the Dishes? Each episode will feature four diners trying to guess which celebrity is cooking for them. Uh, It's hosted by Westlife megastar Brian McFadden. Uh, Excited? Much? Sorry? What? (laughs) It sounds a bit like Through the Keyhole meets Come Dine with me, doesn't it? Oh, do you know... Honestly, that must have been commissioned by the same person who did I, uh, Let Me Entertain You. What is it? What is it with these people? What is it? Chuck! <laughs> Sorry, no, your levels have gone all wonky now. It, no, it, if you were given a daytime it, slot tomorrow, what would you put in it? No, do you know, it takes thought, doesn't it? It, yeah. takes, it takes more than writing stuff on the back of a fag packet in a pub and then going and making it. You're asking me to come up with an idea now. I can't, and nobody should come up with an idea like that. Because if you do, it's not worthy of being put on. Yeah, it's not. No. <laughs> well, Greg, thanks for joining us. No, you're pulling in a bad move for the rest of the <laughs> okay, day. No, Stick no, it up no. your backside. <laughs> that was the TV podcast with Chuck Thomas and Greg Scott. 